Welcome to this week's episode of Tune In with Dr. Monica and Melissa. I am one of your hosts. My name is Melissa Killey. I am a mamapreneur out here in the Finger Lakes region of upstate New York, building my business in the world of health and wellness. I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Monica Leslie who's out in California and will share with us a little bit about herself. I am a doctor of physical therapy and longevity professional. And, you know, it's really interesting lately. I've been thinking about how I look at individuals who come to me as clients, how we're going to move through their journey of achieving whatever the goals are that they have. It's like a riddle. Every story itself has a riddle involved in it. And I get to help these people solve their riddles. Looking at it like a riddle is such a beautiful space to be because we don't have to put any judgment on it. Nothing needs to actually be fixed. Nothing is wrong or broken, but instead we are taking the pieces of the puzzle and putting them together in a way that we can understand the riddle of how to get to the quote unquote solution or the progress. We basically pull from these recipe cards of how to solve the riddle. It's really inspiring for the clients to understand themselves in that way of let's make this fascinating. Let's get curious about what's existing with myself right now. And let's not tunnel vision on one specific thing that's going to quote unquote fix issue. It's about creating somehow, and that's where the riddle comes in, the most optimal environment in our body to heal, to shift, to expand, to explore. I'm just in such a state of awe right now with both my life on a personal level, with my friends and family, and with my clients who I get really close with. The lens that we can look at how we move through life and what exists for ourselves at any given time. And we have the capability to change that lens. And that's powerful. That's that's pretty potent thing to to understand and to utilize. So that's where I am in life right now in, in sunny California. And it's great. I will be eager to hear a little bit more about your lens when it comes to today's topic before I share what it is. I just want to say, I think you are an absolutely perfect and beautiful guide for your clients because that's exactly what we need to be doing in our lives is, is just getting curious about the questions and being willing mm-hmm. to be with the questions until the answers come. So how wonderful is it when you're in that time, which can be for some daunting, challenging, scary. When you have a guide who's willing to help you on that journey to make it more about the curiosity and the wonder and the focus on the knowing that we can in fact heal and we will, then what a beautiful journey to be walking, which relates to our topic today, which is this idea. We hear people say, especially in the yoga world, and I can't remember who said it originally, but this concept that we are all walking one another home. That's that's what we're here to do. And I want to take this beyond just that way of looking at home. And I just want to talk about home in general, because one of the things that I think about when I teach yoga is that I am helping people come home into themselves, which could be the same thing. 
but this is what I want to talk about today, Monica. So let's let's hear your perspective. What does it mean to be walking one another home? What does it mean to help people come home into themselves? So I have firsthand experience in learning this. I would say that this is an opportunity right now for myself to be rather vulnerable because this has been probably the biggest piece of personal work that I've had to do in my life so far. And I'm pretty good at moving through life. I can learn a lot of things. I have learned a lot of things. I can navigate tough situations quite well. I've come up against a lot of challenges and come out on the other side. My mom's good friend has this joke that I can fall into a puddle of mud and come out smelling like a rose. And there's been instances in my life that that's happened. I've had a lot of challenges. The biggest learning, the most significant learning that I've had to do that's been difficult has been this whole concept of what is home for me. And so as all of you know, if you've listened to any of these podcasts, I am from upstate New York, where Melissa is. And I live on the other side of the country in Southern California. I've traveled around the world and I've lived in many different places. But what I used to label home was always the Finger Lakes region of New York. Nothing else in my external world has ever felt like home. I've moved around a lot and I really struggled for a long time with what is what is home? How do we walk each other home? What does that even mean? I don't even know what having a home is like because I live in these places, but then I learn the things and I complete whatever goal I had there. And then the next goal comes up or the next method that I'm going to learn gets presented, but it's literally in a different state or in a different country or in a different part of California. And so then I move and I go and learn that thing. And I'm very passionate about that part of my life and I wouldn't change it, but I never felt home. And I oftentimes felt homesick when struggles would come up. And there's been, there's been a few times in my life where I've felt home in a relationship but that was also relying on someone else or the togetherness of that space. And that gave a certain feeling. Then what happens when that's not there anymore? Oh no, now I, now I don't have a home. Well, it's not true. That was my lens. That has been my lens for a long time until I took a rod striker para yoga training. It was during COVID on how to basically change your conversation inside yourself at a cellular level. I'll spare you the details of all the Sanskrit words that represent all of the different things, but I went a hundred percent into this course that was over a few days. And the line that I left with was, I am at home in my heart and where I needed to go to really feel that was changing the lens of how I defined home. I had been defining home as a literal house or apartment or condo that I organized and put the furniture inside of and had a kitchen and all of these things. So I was looking for that, but I felt like I had to live there for a certain amount of time for it to be home or have a certain amount of people in community. My journey in this life was not to create that in one place for 10 years, at least not yet, but I had such a definition around it. And when I shifted that lens and started to understand I can be home inside myself and guess what? My whole philosophy on how people heal is that we create the most optimal environment inside ourselves to support our body's miraculous way to take care of this human design that we exist in on this planet. And it's still 
brings me like I could I could burst into tears right now when I realized that I had the capability to feel home in my heart some enormous pressure that I had been holding for myself was lifted and it changed it changed me at a very very deep level and it wasn't until I had that experience that I truly understood that expression, that line of what it means to walk each other home. There is no, it sounds so easy when I say it out loud, like, of course, there's no physical destination of walking each other home, but my definition of home needed to change. And now when I think about a purpose or an ability that we have as fellow humans to walk each other home, Number one, you don't have to be home to walk somebody else home. But if you are home, if you can find that home in your heart and allow yourself to love yourself in a way where you feel solid in your own body and comfortable in your own skin, you can meet another person on a different level that can be so loving and compassionate I believe a lot of people haven't actually felt that from another human. A lot of people have. But when you make that connection with someone who hasn't felt that yet, that too is life changing. Mm -hmm. It truly is. And I am of the perspective that I do believe there will be people that will disagree with me on this, but I do believe that humans are inherently good. I don't believe that we have evil humans on this planet. Now, sure, there can be very few exceptions to that rule. I'm not disagreeing with that. But I think that the people who do bad things, wrong things, violent things, terrible things, those people, what they actually need to heal is to feel love, to, to experience love inside of themselves. That level of healing can literally change someone's entire life path. So if we can find that inside of ourselves to meet another human with love at the coffee shop, at the grocery store, driving in LA traffic, that ripple effect that can happen is extraordinary. We have no idea. We oftentimes never know what that kind conversation meant to the person at the checkout line in the grocery store. Yet it can be so wildly life-changing in what can seem like a small way that's actually enormous. Mm -hmm. So home to me now represents this feeling of being okay with the person that I am on the inside and knowing that anywhere I am, I can be home. I am home because I'm among my fellow humans and I too am one of them and that we can all support each other. We are all connected and we, in truth, are all home. This is our home. This planet is our home. Thank you for being vulnerable with this topic because it is a struggle and a pain. I share this with you. I have not moved nearly as many times. Well, maybe as many times, but I haven't lived in <laughs> places. My first real reckoning with this concept of home that you were talking about, Monica, happened when I finished college and moved across the country to California. What happened was nothing short of a rite of initiation. It was like the journey. Oh yeah. There was just this deep knowing that I had to go and I was actually applying for AmeriCorps and I chose a site that was in California and it was a really fast process of the time when I thought about doing it, got accepted and interviewed and had to leave. 
in probably a three week span, I sold everything I had. I packed up two bags. I got on a plane and I knew nobody out there and I had nothing arranged. I was just showing up and walking into a hostel. <laughs> so that's not a place you're intending to live for a long period of time, but I was there for quite some time, about three and a half weeks, I think. Anyways, I digress. When that happened, something within me really prompted that very reckoning you are talking about where I had to create a definition for myself. I had already left, I say that with air quotes, I left home to go away to college. Then I was leaving and traveling 3,000 miles once again. The definition that I arrived at was that I am always home within myself. I am home within my family. And the interesting thing was there was an addition. I create family everywhere I go. And I do. Everywhere I go, anyone who has ever known me for any length of time knows that I'm fascinated by humans. I love connection. And I find my way into a community quite quickly. So even though I was 3,000 miles away from what I knew as my physical home, I was already home the moment I arrived because I began making those connections and building those relationships. Something that really helped me during that time, and I'm actually going to share it with all of you listening, is this passage from Richard Bach's book, Running from Safety. For those of you who want to go find it, it's on page 98 and 99 in the book. But it's a conversation. So Richard is the author in his 50s writing to his nine-year-old self all the things he wished he had known when he was small. And so now he's having this conversation with his wife, reflecting on different concepts. And now they're in this conversation about what home is. So when I started the sentence, I didn't know how it would end. Home, I think, is the known and loved. I felt it click inside the way every real answer clicks in my mind. Isn't it true? You sit down at the piano just to play for yourself. You know the music and you love it. Isn't that coming home? I sit at the controls of a little airplane. There's home for me. We're together, you and me. So right now, home's in a moving automobile. Next month, it could be in some very different city. When we're together, we're home. And his wife responds, home's not in the stars. Home isn't place, known and loved. I don't think, aren't nailed or roofed or planted. We can become attached to nails and roofs, but shift their order from known to un. And when we come back, we say, what's this pile of sticks? Home is a certain order that's very dear to us, where it's safe to be who we are. I felt that so deeply. And that was what prompted that immediate desire to reframe and to know that home is within. It's also when I'm with my family, but that my family is everywhere. So very similar, Monica, to this idea. Yes, we're part of this human species and we can have that feeling of home standing in line with strangers at the grocery store and I dare say I actually counted on those connections in those moments when I first moved I counted mm -hmm. on being able to make eye contact and connect and have a conversation or just exchange a smile with a stranger that helped me find home within myself so did you enjoy that passage? I loved it. Beautiful. Good. So now back to this idea of we're all walking each other home. And I know you commented before that we don't need to know home within ourselves yet in order to be walking somebody else home. And this is what I want to come back to. When you're in your daily life and 
there are other human beings around. Notice where you can be more at home, less on the phones, staring down, looking away. And where can you be more connected? Where can we provide those moments of connection with other people in the world so that we can create that safety, that sense of being able to be safe who we are in the world around us because of those moments of connection? Can you find more of that? Can you create more of that? Where are the spaces in your life where you're intentional about it? So Monica, I'd love to know your thoughts on that. It brings up an interesting idea in my mind that I talk about fairly regularly with just people in in my community. And that is when you feel frustrated, when you get annoyed with people or traffic or other people being unkind or other people aggravating you, something that I think can be so very effective to change your state is to meet other people with love and kindness. Even if in the beginning, you're kind of playing a joke on yourself. Like, the whole world is annoying me today. That's not a comfortable space to exist in. That doesn't feel good for us. So the joke is, okay, exaggerate it. Go be incredibly nice to the person standing in front of you in the line at the coffee shop or buy the person's coffee behind you. There are actionable things that we can do to completely shift the state that we are existing in, in our bodies. Love and kindness are probably the two most powerful tools we have on this planet to shift things, to shift anything. And most importantly, to shift the state that we exist in. Instead of desiring for everybody else to be nice to you, why not exaggerate the amount of love and kindness that you could possibly give out to other people. What happens is that connection meter where maybe we're feeling disconnected from everybody because they're irritating us starts to skyrocket. And all of a sudden you're met back with that kindness. Sometimes people don't even know what to do with it. And we then can see all these opportunities around us. Wow. Other people have things going on. Other people are suffering. Can we meet other people with eye contact, with a smile? and walk each other home. Meaning, walk into a space of love and kindness. Home being in my heart, that is where love exists. That's the heart chakra. That is where we all feel the most home is when we're in a space of this deep love. If you feel like you also need to be walked home, or you would like to walk other people home to help find that sense inside of you. It doesn't matter which direction it's going. If you're open to that opportunity, if you're open to existing in that way on this planet, meeting someone else with love and kindness, even strangers, especially strangers, is like opening the door to the house that exists, that is always available for us everywhere we go, that is home. Only it's a perceptual door. It's a lens that we can choose to live life through. And it's right there. Sometimes we have to be the initiator of it. Sometimes we know we are frustrated. And if we can pause for a moment and shift that perspective and decide, I'm going to bring out this kindness and love muscle in my body right now, because I don't want to exist in this space anymore. This is serving no one. I don't want to be the 
grouchy person out in public or even in my own space. So I'm going to turn this on. And even if you're faking it till you make it, it works. You'll get met in return with kindness and love. And that's real. Then your state changes. We have this available to us all the time. It's free. It's always there. There's nothing stopping us from being in that space. And sometimes the most potent medicine for ourselves is giving to others what we actually need. All of a sudden, we're getting what we need. We give others love and kindness. We get that love and kindness inside of ourselves. And it is just so magical how we can create that with literally anybody. Incredible. If you are listening and you're someone who's saying, I'm not ready to go outside of myself yet. Some people are driven by that connection and that ability to change the lens and be looking through that lens of love and kindness is, is there and palpable and available in every moment. If you're not ready for that yet, maybe you can at least look within and, and your lens can be one of personal responsibility. So if in fact, home is within me, where can I clean up my own house? If I'm running around in the world thinking all these people are irritating me and my gosh, it's frustrating, or you're yelling at the person that you're driving behind or whatever other thing is happening. If you stop and just sit with yourself and look within and ask, if I go through all the rooms of my house, can I see where perhaps some things are out of order? where I need to tidy up. Maybe I need to go get the broom and sweep the floor here and get rid of that frustration from that argument I got in with my significant other yesterday or resentment from something that happened with my boss the week before, whatever it may be. When we get really honest with ourselves with these things, what can seem like the most painful, heartbreaking topics, like feeling where's my home in this life, can become these beautiful, potent, and powerful practices to connect with others and also connect with ourselves. Thank you to everybody listening. I hope you'll join us again next week. Today's episode is brought to you by The Synergy Retreat. As two women on a mission to spread health and connection to the people we love, my co-founder and wellness superwoman, Erica Policelli, and myself, Dr. Monica Leslie, have built a retreat like nothing we have ever seen before. September 15th through 17th, we are bringing people together in such a way that will feed your soul and allow you to rewrite your story around what you're capable of. Through thriving connection, incredibly nourishing food, and new experiences, you will leave this retreat with a full cup, new friends, deeper relationships, and an expanded perspective and reality of how freaking good you're capable of feeling. What if there was a way to move through life with ease and inspiration? What if every morning you could wake up feeling truly alive and excited to meet the day? We've curated a comprehensive team of experts that are about to show you the path to this reality. No two hours in this weekend are the same. As a participant, you get to experience all of these different wellness practices, tips, tricks, and methods, and see how they feel in your body. Take what serves you, leave what doesn't, and have a blast.
last with all of it. This will be a very high vibe retreat that will leave you feeling nourished, inspired, connected, and confident in how to continue on this path well into your future. And I'll let you in on a little secret. If you join us for our signature launch, you will get the first dibs on our next one. Visit thesynergyretreat.com for more information or check the podcast description box for the link.